It's Tuesday at 4, which means it's time to summit the mountain reserve for the 27 best quarterbacks in the NFL. And remember, this is more akin to a college ranking. A good game, you climb. A bad game. Okay. All right. You fall. All with a heaping helping of over-the-top mountain climbing imagery. So grab your gloves. It's time to scale Mahomes Mountain. Oh, it is. And keep in mind, it is a seven-tier mountain. There are only spots for 28 quarterbacks. This week, though, there's only 27 on the mountain. Oh, wow. Too many people fell off. As Wild said, it is a slippery mountain. First, we will show you. Folks not on the mountain for various reasons. Zach Wilson is afraid of mountains. He will uh. never be on the mountain. Kenny Pickett <laughs> remains off the mountain, while Bryce Young, Justin Fields, and Deshaun Ooh. Watson have fallen off the mountain wow. entirely. Bryce is the one that I would anticipate getting back on the mountain the soonest, but they need to find him some weapons and some offensive line. All right, bottom row of the mountain. Red means you have slipped. Green means you have moved up. Russ and McCorkle, of course, have both slipped down the mountain after their 0-2 starts for Russ. If they, you know what? If you gave somebody Russ's first halves and Mac's second halves, you might have a good quarterback. Unfortunately for both of them, it's a 60-minute game. Tannehill back on the mountain, and Josh Dobbs makes his mountain debut. Shout out, Josh Dobbs. All right, row six, Daniel Jones. From off the mountain to a row six guy, Greg. How about that for Daniel Jones? Jimmy G, of course, slips. Note that Brew has not said, Dusty, where's the graphic yet this week after Jimmy G's (laughs) terrible loss against Buffalo. C.J. Stroud and Sam Howell, impressive this week. Both over 300 yards. C.J. Stroud, like 380. Sam Howell, a great second half. They're row six guys. Row five, Stafford, couple bad bad picks. He drops down a bit. Gino, another guy. Oh, look at this. The two guys who moved up. Gino and Baker, otherwise known as Brew's two most hated quarterbacks. Gino Smith and <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Both led comebacks. Both threw for 300 yards. Both looked this week like top 15 quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins and Brock Purdy maintain. I thought Cousins was quite good this week. Yes. Brock Purdy, not so much, but not enough to drop. Now we're to the top 10. Joe Burrow has fallen and could fall further depending on when his calf gets healthy. Jalen Hurts didn't play poorly, but fell just a bit. That was, again, the Eagles played a good enough game, but it was a run-focused game. I didn't think he was that sharp except for the two deep balls to Devontae Smith. And Justin Herbert, even in the loss, I thought did enough to move up just a tick. Mm. Keep in mind, there was a spot open because Aaron Rodgers previously was in that top ten, but Rodgers now off the mountain as he's injured. Justin Herbert fills that void even though they lost. All right, now to the top six. The mountain is fair. I mean. The prince slips. Wow. The, the prince, listen, e- even when you're scaling the is fair. Come, you know, close to the king, you, you, you don't score a touchdown, you struggle in the red zone, you slip a bit. Mountain is also fair to Josh Allen. People say, oh, the mountain hates Josh Allen. No, Josh Allen doesn't like blistery conditions, which is odd because he plays in Buffalo. But he was quite good this weekend, and Lamar was excellent. That now brings us to the top three. Tua remains our tier two guy for the time being. And Dak Prescott, all they asked of Dak was don't turn the ball over. Trust your defense. Take care of the game. That's all he's done. And yet now people are like, why isn't Dak doing more? (laughs) Dakota Rain Prescott, I will be fair to you even if others won't. And then, of course, still atop the mountain with Caleb Williams really climbing for that spot. But he was off this week, so he couldn't go too much further. Patrick Mahomes remains atop the mountain. There is... The best quarterback ranking system for the 2023 season. Greg Jennings, happy. Daniel Jones back on there. 
Huh? Trevor Lawrence slipped? You doubted me that he would? What's up? You look. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not excited that Daniel Jones is on the mountain. Well, then but smile. But the fact that he's that low on the mountain after a historic performance yeah. in the second half, yeah. we've never seen any quarterback do that in our okay. lifetime, okay. in any lifetime. Okay. Uh, I think in he should be life. higher. He's okay. not afraid of the cold. Okay. Um, but for me, I'm looking at a guy in Tua and un- trying to figure out why in why the world. Why would you drop Tua? I'm not going to drop to him. I'm trying to figure out why he's not atop the mountain. Ooh. Ooh. With his performances, okay. like, let's, let's, let's get this straight. He's the only quarterback that's gone on the road and has two wins for his team. He also is the only quarterback in all of this season has thrown for 400 yards. Mm, he goes the- in. I know it was week one. He goes into uh, Gillette Stadium. Yeah. You're, you're comfortable. Yeah. You're confined against the, one of the, the greatest mind, if not the greatest mind defensively that we know, mm. and adjust their game plan and how they, they knew they weren't going to be able to take him over the top and go deep. But yet he slices and dices. 249, mm. one, one. one of the knocks on Tua, or one of the concerns was, well, can he stay healthy? Well, he's only been sacked one time this season. Yeah. They made clear adjustments, he being the they, and understanding, I got to get these guys the ball quick, soon, often. We can make plays when we need to down the field, but right now I'm going to play smart. He's done every possible thing. They're literally yards per pass play is averaging almost a first down every time mm. he drops back and throws the ball. Mm. When have we seen this? We, we haven't good. seen Very these good. type of numbers. And when I look at Patrick Mahomes, good. although I love Patrick Mahomes, I love what he was able to do. It's, it's Who was better score. this week? It was two. Really? Two for one touchdown. Patrick threw two. two and Patrick threw for 300 yards. Two threw for 249. Patrick got a higher rating. Two fumbled twice. They both threw a pick. Uh, Give me a break. Their team Give scored 17 points. Oh, he was game manager. I mean, we're talking about Tua. He, he has the number one offense in the league. Uh, number one oh. scoring offense in all of football as well. Two is like, great. He's been amazing. I'm just curious. I just want to make sure I understand because sometimes the, the wind gets in my ears yeah, a little snow packed. Yeah. Uh, are you arguing that Tua Tagovailoa should be atop Mahomes Mountain? <laughs> is that what you're arguing? That Tua Tagovailoa should that, be at the very top of Mahomes Mountain? That sounds like what I'm arguing. That you would right now make a case that Tua Tagovailoa is better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? Well, that's not what it is. Let's stick with what it is. Tua has performed, and his team is 2-0. Patrick Mahomes team one and one. I understand it's not the standings, all those things, yeah. but uh, Tua has definitely performed, okay. outperformed Patrick. Well, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there, but that's fine. And on Because if we're going strictly what? off stats, on well, Tua Hill, if we we're going strictly off that, stats what, the weekly, be up then Patrick Mahomes should not Baker's be a top be, oh, Okay, all right. We, uh, all right that's yeah. fine. Greg, great ju- Greg just made the case the that it should argument, be but Tua Mountain. Audience knows. <laughs> did a great job. I think you're going to have trouble uh, pushing back on this one, Nick. First of all, the Prince should have dropped more, but that's neither here nor there. My beef is Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott should just switch. Fair. All right, Lamar on that second level, Dak down on that third level. First of all, the numbers. Let's see him, Dusty. Lamar Jackson is playing better numbers-wise than Dak Prescott in his century. You see it, every category. All right, yeah, that's only sure thing is he has there. one interception that Dak doesn't have. That's it. But here, so the statistically, Lamar has been better. Here's the other thing. Lamar, to use Charles Barkley's term, is a bus driver. 
That team revolves around Lamar Jackson. He is carrying them. Dak, with all due respect, is a passenger. The defense drives the bus, all right? The run game is the lookout. Dak's job, read us the GPS. <laughs> Tell us what, turn right, turn left. That That's it. And, and with all due respect, because that's what I want him to do. He's a spectacular game manager. Hold on. But the team, the Baltimore Ravens go as Lamar goes. Not true with the Cowboys. They go as the defense goes. That's true. They almost won the run game without him last year, first of all. Second of all, uh, almost. <laughs> hold on. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not great. the. So, hold on. I have a few questions here. Because last week, Lamar was excellent. Dak, just as good. Dak last week was 255 this past week, two touchdowns and a 112 rating. So, what's bringing his numbers down is a game he won 40 to nothing. Here's he the question I would have for you. Here's the question I would have for you. Has Dak played a bad game this No. Week? Has Lamar? No. Really? Not a bad really? game. The first game against the Texans? 25-9. The, oh, hold on. But if you're going to do team score, the guy and, had and hold on. 40 Dak wasn't – I wouldn't say Dak was really good. 13 no. for 24, no, but, but 140 yards so here's where, against the Jets. Here's where people are unfair to Dak. Going into the year, what everyone no, said hold on. was you're you have a great defense just please don't turn the ball over. No, no. Now, through two weeks, his defense has allowed 10 points. His team is averaging 35 a game. And the answer is, why aren't you doing more, Dak? What is that? Why aren't you doing, doing more? Yeah, he's reading the GPS. Read the GPS. Well, hold on. Yeah. Nick, you are making his bar so low no, I'm not. that don't if he just doesn't over. throw an interception, no. he's uh, What I am saying is, Dak Prescott last week, Threw for 255. <gasps> completed. Wow. Hold on. 255. Wait a second. <laughs> hold on. Completed 75% of his passes. Had a 112 passer rating. It might have been. It was one of the highest passer ratings in the league all, all Nick, week. Does he and carry his team like Lamar carries his? I Honestly, I don't know that Lamar carries his really? team. Really? Right. No, I don't. Right now, no, Who's I do not. Who's the defense game planning for? Lamar. Who's the you, they're not game planning for that. I'm who not are they game they, they're for? not ignoring then who is, who are that. Who they game planning for? The run game? Who, really? The receiver? The receiver I mean, is the, and look, Dak is Dak is pretty I'm not saying he's bad. And I'm not saying the defense is ignoring him, but I'm saying the in, the straw that stirs the drink is Lamar. Okay. It's not Dak in well, Dallas. Look, he's got to do same. his job. Okay. Yes. All right. It's I, it's, it's a fair point. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like in like a mile, like the second light, we got to take a right. Ride. I mean, like that, the Parsons is like, it. you got it. Yes, I got it. Thank uh, you, Wild. Okay, you get I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just talk about. Sorry, I was told to sit up. I can't trust. I was deep in the stats. Uh, it's just the turnovers. Is true for two teams. First of all, my guy Mac Jones, and this is just a preamble, does lead the league in. Uh, completions and is sixth in passing yards and only three quarterbacks have more touchdowns than him. But keep him in the bottom row because the quarterback wins. <laughs> Are you it's advocating for Mac Jones? No, no, I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. For yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you're down every game. It's just the turnovers. It's just who's the turnovers. Who's making the turnovers? Ezekiel Elliott! <laughs> well, no, <laughs> Mac, Bob Douglas! <laughs> really? Mac's not responsible? He for made you? one! Two! Two! In any event, I'm talking about Kirk Cousins. Well, also, just the turnovers. Oh, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins did get sacked and get and coughed up the ball, but they've got seven turnovers. Can we show the 
Kirk Cousins numbers, please. My goodness gracious. Great. He's got the most passing touchdowns. He's got the most 20 yards completions. He's second in passing yards, pass second in passing rating, and third in completion percentage. But because they're 0-2, you got him down on the Mahomes Mountain. Even though when we say that Jimmy G, all he does is win, you say, ah, quarterback wins is yeah, not that's a stat. Not I didn't drop you, him. He's got you. I left him even he's though they lost. He's great. No, we He's won. playing great, but just because his running backs and Justin Jefferson's fumbling it out of the end zone, He's being okay. penalized. We, he's a, why is Joe? What is Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow can't run. Okay. Joe Burrow can't run. <laughs> okay. And he didn't slide Burr, down the mountain. If you want to argue that Burrow, uh, he did slide down the mountain. Not enough. Burr, but he can't run. Okay, if you want to hold against Burrow the entirety of what he's accomplished versus these two games, that's fine. Burrow obviously has some dispensation because we know how good he is. Cousins, I didn't knock at all, first of all, for his performance this week. He said exactly where he was. Well, thanks. He had four touchdowns against Week one, they lost because he threw a pick at the goal line. Whose fault was it? His? Well, look at the all 22. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. The, I mean, Greg, but other, I'm with you. What about you. this week? You don't go to week one. What about this week? Right. In this he week's game, I thought he was very good. Can we show the mountain quickly again, Hubs? I'm sorry. Who other? Burrow is an interesting one because obviously he's played better than Burrow. I know that. Herbert. But I think Burrow, who do you think he I'm, deserves to be ahead of? Justin Herbert. Is gonna, I, I was going to make a deal. They play each other uh, in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. This if week. Kirk Cousins outplays Justin Herbert next to Mahomes Mountain, they have to switch. If he outplays him, or is it based on who wins? If he outplays and wins, first of all, I think okay. the Vikings you know what? are going You know to what? Win. The Mahomes Mountain committee, which is just me, it's not an actual yeah, committee, I will, we, I will consider. <laughs> Thank you. Don't consider, just say yes. I, I got to watch the games. I have to actually watch the games. What's that show? Is it possible for Mahomes to slide down the mountain? It's named after him. We're going to be talking. You did a good job, though. <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Let me get you caught up. Last night, in the cover of Darkness, an elite group of scientists, savants, and one dude who was a little too into the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift stuff. Like, <laughs> let him live, man. He's being weird about it. Met in a Brooklyn speakeasy to debate, toil, and burn that midnight oil. 
to deliver what is known worldwide as the best segment in all sports television. It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. Thank you so much, Kevin Wilds. And I really, you know what, I like that introduction far more than last week. And by the way, good news, bad news, we have filled the vacancy on the committee. Oh, from Franklin's absence? Yeah, Franklin was, you know, soft coup to pose. 712 applicants, only one could be selected. We appreciate Marshall going through all of them, and we have a new (laughs) committee. (laughs) All right, bottom of the tiers, all 32 teams ranked. This is very simple, winless and hopeless. Oh, sorry, just winless and (laughs) hopeless. Three of those teams expected to be winless and hopeless this year. And then there's the Bears, who we just talked about, probably talking about them. They did not expect to be hopeless. Maybe winless, but certainly not hopeless. Next level. Also, winless and hopeless. Now, I know what you're saying. Uh, I've seen all of these teams win a game. Eh, not one that matters. The Colts beating the Texans. Who cares? The Giants, you're down 20 nothing against the Cardinals. That's a loss. Mm. The Raiders, you beat Russ. Join the club. And the Jets, listen, the football gods smiled upon you because of the sadness of Aaron Rodgers snapping his Achilles. You are also de facto winless and hopeless. Next group. Moral Victory Monday. Oh. A wild staple expands. His Super Bowl pick, his favorite team, <laughs> former Patriot Mike Vrabel, and a team he has beaten in a Super Bowl, the Los Angeles Rams. Don't in two Super Bowls, actually. Uh, did you guys hear the commentary about the Rams this week? I know they lost, but man, look good. Better than we thought. That Moral they Victory Monday. Better. So there it is. Uh, big change is coming. Chargers going to change their coach. Broncos going to change their quarterback. The Browns need to change both, but they're just going to go with the coach because the quarterback is uncuttable and untradeable. So it's big change on the horizon. These three teams are a combined 0-6. They all had playoff aspirations. Two of them had kind of fringe Super Bowl aspirations. Vegas, by the way, still believes the Browns are a 10-win team, America. You can make money on that if you would like. But big change is coming. All right. Try to be fair. I try to remove biases. This is not good for the Chiefs, the advice I'm about to give. But a standalone tier. The curse of Burrowhead. Atone, Cincinnati! (laughs) What? You were on a 10-game winning streak. You were going to go back to the Super Bowl. Everything was coming up Cincinnati in a way it hasn't since the WKRP days. And then Eli Apple and company... They fixed their mouths to say Burrowhead Stadium. Since then, you've never won. Your quarterback is injured, and you're in dire straits. Yeah, I don't know, like the Billy Goat curse. I don't know exactly how you fix it, but you better try, or else no more wins coming down the pipe. Next, mm. Wilds. What are these? They are not the standings. You're damn straight. These four teams are combined eight. No, don't really care that much. Now, listen. I have the Falcons. I picked to win the division. Some people like the Saints. You guys know how much I like the Baker and the Bucks in Washington. Frisky Sam Howells. Despite having not a loss amongst them, no one actually thinks any of these teams are really good. New Orleans has an excellent defense. I will give them credit for that. Their offense has been brutal. Desmond Ritter, my goodness, just handed off to Bijan every (laughs) single time. Washington and Tampa need to see a little bit more. Next, solid, unspectacular. These are good teams. No matter what Brew would tell you about the Seattle Seahawks, these are good teams. In Pittsburgh's case, it is a great defense and a brutal offense. In Detroit's case, a good offense, a mediocre defense. Green Bay, pretty good on both sides of the ball. 
but none of them can go on deep, can win the Super Bowl. They all should be playoff contenders, none can win the Super Bowl. Massive upside with questions. For the Jags, it's the overall defense. For the Eagles, it's the pass defense. For the Ravens, it's the mounting injuries. Plus, is Lamar's passing that we saw in Week 2 going to be consistent throughout the year? And for the Bills, it's old Magic Mountain Allen. Is we're going to be in the upslope or the downslope come the postseason? But the upside for all these teams is Super Bowl level. Holding their breath. These two teams have an argument they're the best two teams in football, but their fans deep down are holding their breath. For the Dolphins, it is unfortunate. It is about is Tua going to stay healthy? And for the Niners, no matter what their fans tell you, they are terrified Brock Purdy is going to turn into a pumpkin. But for the time being, they look like great teams. The 86 Giants. What did the 86 Giants do? Well, they made their first championship game for the franchise in 20 years. They won their first championship for the franchise in 30 years. And they had a defensive MVP. Oh, reminds of what a lot of people think of this 2023 Dallas Cowboys team. And then sticking with that motif, the 89 49ers, oh. a team that also was trying to win back-to-back championships <coughs> that had a rough September before reeling off a playoff run of 126 to 26 <laughs> behind Joe Montana, an MVP season, and one of the greatest teams of all time. That, Greg Jennings, is the latest edition <laughs> of the greatest NFL Loves sorting it. system there is. Nick's tears. Oh gosh, look, I'm what? going to refrain from even raising my voice because I really want the committee to hear me okay. and listen mm. because there seems to be a Chiefs bias here with these tears every Amen. single week, and I am sick of it. You when you look at these tears, I understand they're not the standings, and so does everyone else, but what they are not is the Chiefs' tears. Oh. Mm. And that's what mm. it's looking like. Just like Mahomes Mountain. Oh, well, this is, is not Mahomes. every team. If we even go down Breach. another tier where the Detroit Lions are on that tier, they beat this Chiefs. And I understand it's not the standings, but they beat those Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Miami Dolphins, the 49ers, the Baltimore Ravens, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are all better teams. Oh. It's not about standings. They are better teams really? right now you than the that? Chiefs. I mm. know that. Mm. And the fact that the Detroit Lions beat that team that's on the top, they should be there. If anything, the Kansas City Chiefs, I'll, I'll give them the Buffalo Bills, and they can be in front of the Jacksonville Jaguars because they beat the Prince okay, well just last week. But this team is not the standard right now. Okay. Mm. This is not the standard. Okay. And so for them to be atop the tiers, this is buffoonery. Okay. Mm. Well, first of all, if mm. you're, you're taking shots at Nick's tiers, but you know where you will also find the Kansas City Chiefs atop every single Vegas sports book when it comes to Super Bowl. What? Wars. What is because this not? Oh, Broussard, is this Vegas sports book? It's not the same. Well, nope. okay, the reason not that didn't work is because you actually <laughs> don't know what it is or what it isn't. It's the committee's tears. And also, if you would like to see That's the Lions Chiefs ahead of the, the Chiefs because of a facile head-to-head victory, just, Wilds, you know what they need to do. Go to their local Motel 6. Grab a USA Today. Exactly. And look at the power rankings. You know what it's going to say? Even though we don't think the Lions are better than the Chiefs, they they beat them, so we have to put them ahead. Nobody actually thinks that. The Chiefs right now, (laughs) last year, I heard the same stuff. And then at the end of the year, it all ended with you all saying, okay, Nick was right. We can't talk about the Chiefs anymore. It's boring. They're obviously the best team. So I apologize. Listen, we're just ahead of the curve. Had a one-point loss at home with our two, two of our three best players. No problem. Go ahead, Brew. All right, Nick, I have to say, what? I second 
Okay. 95% of what Greg Jennings just hey, said. Okay, well then let's move on. All right, yeah, and yeah. because, oh, but I got more. Oh. I, Greg Jennings called for objectivity. Well, it's a call, and it's a call I am yeah. objective, okay? I'm so objective that despite the silliness, despite the foolishness, all right, and it is definitely not time to take a bow, but there is no denying that the team that has played the best football two weeks in. Now, I don't think they'll reach the Super Bowl. Hold on, hold on. Let, let a brother finish. We already know where you're going. This is a lesson in objectivity, gentlemen. I got Philadelphia in the Super Bowl and feel good about it. Okay. But right now, at this very moment, just like I said, at this very moment, Michael Parsons is the MVP. The at this very moment, the, the Dallas 49ers. Cowboys should be number one on the team. They need to take a bow. They, they, no, they don't. No bows. I'm not. This is not the Lombardi trophy. None of that. Hell but they have been the best. They've been. Have they not been the best? I have been saying that. No, you haven't. Because you have number one. I got Kansas City okay. number one. I don't listen. And if they were just, if I did this all by myself, maybe the Cowboys don't would be Don't blame there. Marshall and Chuck and, the, and Betsy. I know all the committee. Yeah, and they sources too. Okay, all right. Don't blame any but of them. take my opinions out of it. What? I don't know. How I, does this happen? He is it's called objectivity. All saying the Cowboys are wait a silly team yeah. waiting yeah. for an F game. Yeah, the fact that the owner was like, I think our coach is doing a good job. Your eyes good were job. bulging no. out of your head yeah. an hour he said ago. Take a bow. And now okay. you're saying they should be the top team in the league. I didn't get it. They in two 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 weeks they have played the best. <laughs> That's what I, I heard that from no, him. I've heard the counter. If you heard it from him, then why in the world are the Chiefs on top? Because it's a committee. It's not just him, but that is his take. I think is that the committee. Cowboys have been the best. Nick All drives you have been yelling at Kansas me. City. You I talked to members of the committee anonymously. Brew, you have been yelling at me all week about the Cowboys. This is true. It's true. Look this at true. what have I said? All I said is I'm not jumping off Philadelphia. I said San Francisco Ooh, has been right there. You could have picked the 49ers. I, yeah, that whole take would have worked. No, no, the no, 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 no. All right, this is two weeks in. This is what I'm telling Jerry. This is what I'm telling Jerry. In week 17, I may feel differently. Right now, Dallas has been the best team. Doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're not even getting there. But right now, they've been the best team. I feel like you've checkmated me because I don't know how to respond. Because anything I use to argue against this, you're then going to use against me the next segment we talk about this. When I'm you, just when wondering you why they aren't I, number one on the team. Okay, go ahead. That's all I'm wondering. I don't know. Watch any of your clips from earlier this week <laughs> explaining how they're yeah. overrated. You made a great point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, An hour ago. <laughs> silly team. It's culture. <laughs> F game. The F game trend is coming. When the F game comes, I'll drop it. I can't. But right now, okay. they've been the best. It's That's true objectivity. Wow. Thank you. Solid. I mean, Thank I you. Who right. I used to write for a while. The great, the old great yeah, the, the New, New York, York Times. Times. Okay, you. I'm just going to talk about the Saints. I'll make it quick because I'm really befuddled. 
the Saints. I think they're <laughs> undefeated, yes. And they're your Saints, too. Thank you. I think they're still your Saints. Maybe you'll flip on them. Uh, Saints defense, sneaky great. First great. of all, Vegas has them as the uh, the fourth best odds or the fifth best odds? Fifth best I'm odds moving market. the NFC. I know, but I thought it moved to four once they see that I wanted to move them. Yeah, I'm sorry. moving uh, you know, Marcus. lines in Vegas. Yeah. And then the other question is this. Can you score 20 points? If you score 20 points, you can win. The Saints have allowed 20 points or less in 10 straight games. That's pretty amazing. solid. And then you got Derek Carr. Now look. Mm. He's been Derek, terrible, though. He hasn't been terrible. He's been what I'm calling jeans and a T-shirt. Is it the best outfit in the world? No. But is it the worst? No. You can go pretty much anywhere in jeans and a t-shirt. And that's Derek Carr. He's 16th in completions. He's 19th in completion percentage. He throws for 266 yards a game. That's fine. So if you can get more than 21 points, you're pretty good. Listen, the St. Stevens has been awesome. The coaching has been what a Dennis Allen coach team looks like, and the quarterback play has been brutal. And so I, I think they're I, fine. I think they're a little brutal's too much. There's a, several the, brutal quarterbacks. He's, he's not brutal. The quarterback play has been, I believe, Raheed below Shaheed. average. Let me say that. And also, America, by the way, if you are a jeans and a t-shirt person, you know what a way to really spice that up? Oh, yeah, let's, go to break. <laughs> let's go to break. Let's go to break. You know what? Flowers. <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt. <laughs> Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Well, welcome back to the most motivational segment in all sports, 4 o'clock on a Thursday. Also the time where we read some viewer mail. We get satchels of mail for the year 2023. And I am always willing to address your comments and concerns to be totally honest with you, Ryan and Brian did not write. Oh, this is a YouTube comment really? that I took from the internet, printed, and put in an envelope for the sake of, you know. Thank you. <laughs> it, the YouTube comment music is the same as the letter music? It's not supposed to be. This is an error. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> it's from a person named Alexander. Broussard 
is the father who yells at you for losing the remote and then after 20 minutes of complaining finds that he's sitting on it but won't admit he was wrong <laughs> of this show. That is so true. <laughs> Laughing emoji. I just want <laughs> Yes. Bro, I want you to I, you know how I read that? The wise elder <laughs> who is objectives and drops knowledge without carrying pom-poms for these teams. I just tell it like it is. True. And since I'm telling it like it is, here's this week's bud list. At number three, <laughs> Dan Campbell. Oh, wow. Look, Dan, you and your boys, y'all really disappointed me last week. I was starting to believe in the Lions after you went in the Knicks boys' house and what they do, they put their feet up, oh, they brush yeah. their yeah. teeth, oh, all yeah. that, and, and came away with a victory in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. Then and then how do you team. follow it up? Lost to a great you team. lose the, the most anticipated home opener in years mm-hmm. in Detroit to the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith. I'm starting to wonder now, Dan, are you guys – Afraid of expectations. Are you guys uncomfortable being the hunted? You know, because last year you start one in six. Nobody expects anything anymore, right? You're off the national radar. And then you finish eight and two. But one of those two losses came when you were smack dab in the middle of the playoff race. Looks like you could get in and you lose in week 16 to a sorry Carolina Panthers team. All right, so I'm starting to wonder, like, does the, does the stage get too big for you and your guys? Now, I do believe in you, but I've got questions. Mm. All right, at number two, wild, sorry, but Mac Jones. Okay. All right, Mac has played well. Thank all you. right, and as Wilds has been saying, he leads the league in completions. I'm not sure what that means, but it ain't bad. It can't be that bad. I don't know how good it is, but it ain't bad. All right, and you face two Super Bowl contenders. So you've kind of gotten a pass. Like, you know, he's 0-2, but he's played well. Moral victories and and all of that. You got the Jets next. All right, the Jets who arguably have the worst starting quarterback in the entire NFL. The Jets who still, despite the brave face they're putting on, have to be deflated after losing Aaron Rodgers in week one. All right, the Jets who you guys have beaten 14 straight times, okay? And you can tie the franchise record for consecutive wins over an opponent if you beat the Jets. If you go out, Mac, and lose this game, all of that goodwill you've developed over the last two weeks, gone! All right, at number one on this week's buzz list, this is obviously... You believe in Mac Jones? Uh... Wilds believes in you, Matt. <laughs> I believe a little bit. Okay. You should you win too. this weekend. All right. At, at number one, Brandon Staley. Mm. Right, like I said, this one's obvious. Okay. Um, you just haven't been getting it done. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, best young quarterbacks especially. You have got Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and Derwin James on your defense, and you are ranked 32nd, dead last in the league in defense, and that's supposed to be your side of the ball. You're supposed to be even a defensive guru. And you got players calling you out. Last year was Keenan Allen tweeting as he's watching a game because he's injured. WTF, what in the world are we doing? And just a week or so ago, it was Austin Eckler. These are two leaders on your teams. Austin Eckler saying, am I right? WTF, yeah. 
The oh, Austin Eckler. You, you're, you're, you're in my ear. I'm like, did I'm I say something wrong? No. Austin Eckler said the coaching hasn't always been great. All right, he called out the coaching. Now, there were those that thought you should have been leaving the building, fired, after you gave up that 27-0 lead to the, the Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs. And, yeah, the Prince. All right. But if you lose this game, you'll be 0-3. And Minnesota, I know they got, you know, a nice offense, but no defense. Um, then those, those screams for your uh, neck will grow louder and louder. All right, believe so Brandon Staley, I believe oh. uh-huh. that you better win. <laughs> That's this week's bud. Excellent as oh, I, I like the bud list. Some Dan Campbell is a shocker there. Uh, but I, I got a kind of curveball, too, because I thought Dan Campbell was kind of a curveball, but I just can't get over a couple things that has transpired this week. So I'm putting – Mahomes mountain. Wow. Yes, the mountain. So it's it's pretty much Mahomes is going on the butt list. Uh, and it's under investigation. Mahomes Mountain is definitely under investigation because I believe it's rigged. Because when you look at why Mahomes is a great quarterback, do these numbers support that? Oh. 24th in completion percentage I from mean. Patrick Mahomes? 18th in yards per like Ninth in touchdown interception ratio? Uh, these aren't top of the mountain type numbers for a quarterback that we all deem to be the best in the business. He just signed a new deal, taking all the money from everybody that, that's wearing that's the same uniform of him. Oh, yep, I'm saying that right now. This matters. It makes my point. <laughs> when I think about who should be on top of the mountain? It doesn't look like it should be Patrick Mahomes with those numbers. That is not all yeah. the support that you had coming in week one. Oh, 30 points a game, and they don't lose and all that. It's, they've been losing. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been the same. Yes, he hasn't had Travis Kelsey at times, but can he make these guys better? Oh, is it wow. just about the guys failing him, or has he failed them? Wow. wow. All right, Greg Jenny's going wow. down there. Everybody knows how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. Oh, when, when some people were wondering, is this guy a flash in the pan? Is yeah. he for real? I was I'm the first one on record. Jordan-esque, the best ever. Book it. All right? So I love Patrick Mahomes. However, I am objective. All right? Y'all know that. You're mocking me, but it's just objectivity. And Patrick Mahomes right now, Nick. Come on now. I'm sorry. He shouldn't be atop the mountain right now. We're okay, not saying he's not I the mean, best quarterback I... in the league, but he shouldn't. He just, well, wait a he second. Played that wait, who's the oh, real quick? Who's the best quarterback in football? Yeah, we, we're gonna say that all year. Well, Even if he plays a bad year. Well, then it year. sounds like he deserves to be atop the mountain no, named he, after him. But this is not Mahomes Mountain. That's Tuesday, so luckily he, he won't be here next best. Tuesday. So you're gonna have to just watch it from home. <laughs> I am adding <sighs> Bryce Young. To the bud list. So Bryce Young, through his first two starts, they've been a little inglorious. He is nearly three, he has 299 yards passing total. And it's like, oh, they're not letting him throw. No, he's thrown the ball 71 times. So that's 4.2 yards per attempt. He has looked shaky. Then there has been these news stories that, well, why was why did you have to put Andy Dalton in the game? They're like, oh, we won't let Bryce Young do quarterback sneaks. We're afraid he's going to get lost under there or something. I'm not sure okay. exactly what they uh, – listen, I just there was different <laughs> reporting. And now he's already banged up, which was, of course, for some of us, the concern. 
that a guy that size would not be able to last for a career, maybe not last for an entire season. And the Panthers are saying he might miss this week. But that's not actually any of that what made me put him on the bud list. Here's what made me put him on the bud list. I, this week, was considering picking Seattle over Carolina in some survivor pools I'm in. When I heard Bryce Young was out, I got more nervous for Seattle. And I was like, that was a moment where I said, wow, right now, I think that Andy Dalton on his fifth team is a better option for them to win any given week than the number one pick of the draft. Now, obviously, you play the guy when he's healthy because you invested the number one pick in him. You traded up for it. But it is off to a rather inauspicious start when we have seen C.J. Stroud throw for 380. And when Anthony Richardson, granted, he got banged up, but Anthony Richardson has looked dynamic at times. Mm -hmm. Bryce Young of the three guys is the one that hasn't even had a moment yet. That's concerning. You you make good points. And, look, he he was banged up a little bit at Alabama. So, yeah, you, you do worry about the size. Obviously, it's too early to write somebody off. And I'm not okay. trying to do that. Right, right. But Andy Dalton probably is better at this moment than Bryce Young. And, and everybody's going to develop differently. Jordan Love's now leading the league in touchdowns, but probably wouldn't have done that a year or two ago. So, maybe he's one of those guys that sure. needs to continue to develop. But, yeah, he's, he hasn't shown us much yet. I'm going to add the Chiefs' defense oh, to the bud list. Chiefs are like For a little bit of a curveball of a reason. Y'all are going Justin Fields team. came out yesterday and had a press conference where he probably went into a little bit too much detail and said one of the reasons he was struggling was because of coaching. Then he later clarified it with this quote. Take a listen. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches, never going to blame anything on my teammates. I will take every, whatever happens in the game, I will take all the blame. I don't care. It's a drop pass. It should have been a pass. Put it on me. But... Never will you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I will blame it on somebody else. So basically, the follow-up press conference was perfect. So here's the thing. First things first, doing actually pretty well. What if we weren't? And someone asked me, why isn't first things first doing well? Wilds, why are you struggling? Why are you messing up your reads and doing all sorts of things wrong? I'm like, look, a lot of it has to do with, you know, Nick Wright, Broussard, Greg. And then later on, I clarified. I'm like, no, man, my mistakes are my fault. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I tell you one thing what will happen. You guys will be buttoned up the next show. Even though even though I kind of accidentally this is true. Up, you will be buttoned up. It's not going to be me. It's going to be wild. So I'm expecting, even though just it's kind of an unintended consequence of throwing the coaches on the bus, I think everybody will be a little bit more buttoned up. Watch wow. out, Chiefs can, defense. Can I, the go ahead, can I just real quick? Go ahead. I, right. the, I actually agree with a lot of that. About do you being? No, 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 no. Oh. About the, do you remember <laughs> last year when right before the Chiefs played the Broncos, Broncos fired Nat Hackett. Yeah, I said yeah. it bummed me out because you're going to have a bit of a bounce. I think this week was so bad for the Bears and for embarrassing for everything. I do think there's a chance that if it had just been a regular week, they would play like they played this past week. But yep. given everything, Fields might you know freelance on his mm-hmm. own, which is scarier. Like I think there is some Taking logic off. to well, it. Well, he's definitely going to be taking off. I yes, mean, I that's... think he's going to be playing backyard football. I, so. I, I do too. I, I, I don't know yeah. that they I, – I mean, look, the Chiefs could lay an egg. We saw him do it last year against the Colts. But I'd be shocked if they can get the But if it's Chiefs. close. I don't, think they, I don't think Chiefs necessarily lose, but it I think it's close. close. They don't cover the spread. I, I think it's close. Them. I thought they had a good game.
Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Well, welcome back to the show. It's Friday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for a segment so hot that we recommend you watch it while wearing oven mitts. It's upset alert. So far, Broussard has accurately called two upsets, both against his hometown Bengals, which I personally wouldn't do. Will the trend continue? We'll find out in one second, but we'll start with Greg Jennings. Greg, take it away. Well, I got the Tennessee Titans over the Cleveland Browns, and the reason why is because the Browns, they have an identity crisis right now. They don't know who they are. I think they know they're not a good team. You lose (laughs) Nick Chubb. Obviously, you're a running team, but you got Deshaun Watson, and nothing that you've done has been working. Are you going to go to the spread to go back to what he was thriving out at in Houston, or are you going to stick with the run? You brought in Kareem Hunt. One thing we do know is that Mike Vrabel is coming to town with his lunch pail and his hard hat. (laughs) You know that they're going to run that ball, and you know that they're going to establish that run and then use play action off of that run. Mm. And then they're going to stop your run if you try. So this is why I got the Titans outright, Nick. Outright. Well done, I like that. Outright. That's not an alert. That's an upset pick. And what I'll tell you is... I like that a lot. Vrabel as an underdog is a covering machine. I know you're picking them outright, not just against the spread. Also, I really like the the good coach, bad coach for upset alert. Vrabel is, in my opinion, one of the six best coaches in the sport. Stefanski's nowhere close to that. Mm. I think that's a I think it's a pretty sharp pick. I worry about Tannehill at all times, but at this point, Tannehill's played better than Deshaun this year. So, yeah. you know, and and, and yeah. we'll see how they look without Chubb. I like that pick personally. Okay, here's Brew, Brew is, who is hot. Brew's hot. It's his segment. Very it should hot. be. Well, um, I have, as you said, Wilds, I've been picking against one of my hometown teams, and it's one it's of, been good for one me. One of my hometown teams. I mean, I've got a lot of hometowns. Um, but the Bengals this week, I've got the Rams beating them You're again. You're picking I'm the sick. Bengals again? I'm picking again. against the Bengals, the Bengals the third all, time. It's all he, he does. does. keeps fading the you Bengals. see, who they? Who they? <laughs> McVay's Rams top the Bengals. Um, look, the, first of all, the Rams, and Nick, I, I think we all were wrong about the Rams. I'm not saying they're necessarily going to make the playoffs, but they look good. They beat pounded Seattle, the Seattle team. <laughs> and that last week they looked good, yeah, even losing to San Francisco. And I, I don't think Burrow's playing, and I don't think he should play. I know he's holding out hope day-to-day, all that. I think they need to rest him. If it, even if it costs them this season, we hope wow. that's not the case. I know they certainly won't admit that that would be the case, and they shouldn't. But if it has to cost you this season, get that guy 100% so it doesn't end up costing you next season as well. So I, I, I'm assuming Burrow will not play and the, and the Bengals will not beat the Rams if he doesn't play. Greg, if it was your call and Burrow was less than 100%, suppose he was the same Burrow we saw at the end of the game last week, would you play him? No. 
No, they, this this team has been here before. You have an opportunity of stretch a window, three week window, where you were two and five, two and three last year to start the season. You got obviously the Rams, the Titans, and then Arizona. You can rest him and still find yourself at two and three. So, so, so you think they'll beat the Rams without? Well, he's, he's saying split Rams and Titans yeah, and one then of, beat the Cardinals. Yeah, one and of the, these games you got to get. And if you listen, I fully believe they should rest him. I, by the way, I do think they not not to go against. They your wouldn't pick. be favored. I, if, if, I, I'm shocked that they're favored without him. Well, I mean, they listen. It was six and a half. It moved to two and a half. Is what they're saying. I think the. I don't think Vegas really believes in the Rams, and it's a long trip, and there's a lot of factors there. But what I would, what I would argue is for the Bengals is very simple. If you go into the playoffs with a compromised Joe Burrow, your chance of winning the Super Bowl is the exact same as if you miss the playoffs, zero percent. So your only goal for the next month should be do what you have to do to get Burrow fully healthy. If that knocks you out of the playoffs, listen, it sucks, but it's no different than if you are still technically alive in the playoffs. But you guys saw Burrow hurt himself in the end of the the Mm -hmm. Ravens game, the one time he tried to go escape where he actually was like, oh, crap, I got to run, and he re-aggravated the calf. So even if you just set aside the scary Achilles potential, Mm -hmm. he has to be 100% or as close as a football player can be for you to have a chance. So I sit him for the next month. You have a bye after that. And then say, can our team go 2-2 and and we're 2-4? and Can they somehow go 3-1 and without him? And then we're in really fine shape if he's healthy? That's what I would do. I like your pick. The, for for a lot of these reasons, but and, and by the way, McVeigh. Anytime it's the coach against the protege, because you know Zach Taylor was a yeah. McVeigh guy. Yeah, yeah. I like the original coach. Just quickly for, to stay here for a second, the Patriots just signed Will Greer off the Bengals practice squad, so they were left with Burrow and I forgot the name of their backup. Brown, Jake Brown. Brown, yeah. And then they signed another guy. Oh, they did sign. Would you dress Burrow or like no man show up Kelsey style, just put a towel around your neck? Burrow is out. on the shelf. Yeah, on the shelf. You can't. On the shelf. Hey, Chris also, Jones style. By the way, sweet. Yeah. I think the Patriots did that to screw the Jets. Oh, screw the Jets. Yeah, I think they expect that Zach's going to be so bad this week, the Jets are going to look for a quarterback, and they're like, you can't have the backup everybody wanted. Will Greer, we're going to take We also wanted to bring the Cowboys playbook. Oh, yeah, a little double dip. We have the bring your Cowboys playbook, screw the Jets, we'll cut you in two All right, this is what everyone's waiting for. After an 0-2 start, people are like, cowardly. I didn't go cowardly. You picked the one-point underdog. Doesn't matter. It's just what I feel in my heart. <laughs> a lot of people say, Wilds, why do they call you the Puxatani Phil of football? Is it because you're covered in fur and living a log? And I say, no, that's just a coincidence. It's because I can predict the future. Today's pick, Commanders. Frisky Commanders, excuse me. Might have to edit that out. Frisky Commanders over Ooh. Josh Allen and the Bills. And I know you're thinking, Josh Allen. Didn't he just win Offensive Player of the Week? Drop yeah. the banner. Yeah, he did. No, against the Raiders, who have the NFL's lowest pressure rate at 22%. How are the commander's pressure rate? Well, pretty good. So just when you're thinking about this game, think about if Josh Allen was playing the Cowboys defense, because that's what it basically is. Tied for first in sacks with the Cowboys. QB hits first pressure rate, pressure percentage, third. But Wilds, come on. Sam Howell versus Josh Allen. That's just like light years apart. It is? (laughs) Not according to these statistics. Passer rating, well, that's Howell. How about yards per pass? Howell. 
Touchdown interceptions, I would take Howell. How about deep balls? Still Howell. Passing yards per game, Josh Allen got it. And then finally, I like to throw in a you know weird reason. It's a yeah, wild soft card reason. Yeah. Soft reason you call it? I call it wild card reason. Reason number one, I, and I, I just took this from Peter Schrager, so I'm giving him a shout out. The old Biennemi versus Sean McDermott. Oh, little Bills Chiefs matchup. The enemy's like, you know what? I got something in store for you, Sean McDermott, that you haven't quite seen. Andy Reid wouldn't let me do it, but now I'm going to do everything with Sam Howell. <laughs> and the final wild reason wet game. Yeah. Oh, it's windy and wet. I was waiting for you to bring it. Windy this one. and wet. Now, if I picked the Bills, I would just come on here, be a total 100% honest with you, and be like, windy and wet favors the Bills. But I think windy and wet. <laughs> no, Josh Allen favors... didn't like the bad elements. That's why they wanted them to put a dome on their new stadium in Buffalo. Yeah, was, That's but... a good take. Well, of course it's a good take. And you just like Josh Allen. That's here's just... the thing. This is <laughs> easy. These are all good reasons. And you're getting an undefeated team at home catching almost a touchdown. Come on. Unfortunately, oh come on! Here's the thing, Wilds. You had three awesome possibilities to break your own upset alert curse. Brew, why did upset alert become a staple I of this show? with something why, very dangerous. Why did we create a Kevin Wild sizzle reel like he was someone like he a was, high school quarterback? He prospect. was incredible. Back it was in because the day. he was picking massive underdogs. You were. This, this is still an underdog. This week, you, you had fast. as a greater than touchdown underdog. You could have picked against the prince who was promised. Thought about it. You would have liked that. Thought about it. As <laughs> a double-digit underdog, you could have picked against the Chiefs, which you wanted that. to do. Yeah, and on Tuesday, you basically told the audience you were going to pick the Cardinals. Flirted. And now you're just going with a six and a half point. Oh my God! You want to give me credit for anything? Undefeated team. <laughs> Okay, now you're on the commander's bandwagon. No, I'm just telling I you. I was going to You pick wanted to break the, the curse. Cardinals. The upset alert gods would have smiled more fondly upon you really taking a big swing like Here's the old the Kevin Wilder. Here's the thing, just to the Board audience game. quickly before we get yeah. to Nick's picks. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can pick anything you want. You don't have to tell me to pick. You got your own little carve out <laughs> yeah. in my segment. Our Bruce segment. Segment. <laughs> Our segment, bro. Thank you. Cowboys Cardinals. I'm not saying it's a fire. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Cowboys, Cardinals, Grant. You've let, can I, I know uh, I'm cutting the time on Nick's picks here, but it's fine. Wilds has let the YouTube comments go to his head. He is so obsessed with his national image now. He doesn't want to take big swings. Doesn't want you know what? I just I'm, did. I'm very. I just said Cowboys, Cardinals. He, he just. All right, time now. I didn't pick up the same in a game. Time now for Nick's picks. The turnaround starts now. First week, 0-3. Not good. Second week, 1-2. Not great. The Bengals have screwed me. The Giants won but didn't cover. Thank God for Mike Tomlin. But you see, last year, we had an awful start as well and did great. Here we go. We're taking three bad quarterbacks this week. Denver, six and a, catching six and a half at the Dolphins. Sean Payton, 50 30 and 2 against the spread as an underdog. All the sharp money is on Denver, and Denver has had its moments while Miami, I think, is due for maybe a bit of an offensive hiccup game. I'm not saying Denver wins outright, even though I think they can, but six and a half is too many points. Next, Mike Tomlin is a dog. I will just bet him every time he's an underdog. He has been the most, and it won, he has been the most profitable underdog coach in NFL history. He's mm. also one of the best coaches in football, going up against one of the worst coaches in football on Josh McDaniel. 
Lastly, I think the Pittsburgh offense might be just a touch better than we think in this regard. Played the Niners defense and then the Browns defense weeks one and two. Now they get the JV version. They get the Raiders defense. And also in Vegas, Steelers fans are going to be there. They might have the actual home field advantage Mm. in that game. Pittsburgh plus two and a half. And then the only favorite I'm going with. New England playing two and a half. I don't like Ah. this at all. Against the Jets. It's as simple as Bill Belichick, Robert Sala. Absolutely. Also, Mac Jones is a favorite, 11 and 7 against the spread as a dog, 3 and 12. So he can't cover as an underdog, but as a favorite, he typically does. And since Brady left, New England against the spread against, I'm sorry, New England against the spread against the Jets. 5-1. 5-1. and one. Against everyone else, 12-27-1. So for all those reasons, I like the Patriots. Three picks. Pittsburgh plus 2.5. Denver plus 6.5. And the Patriots laying 2.5. That's a 3-0 and week. Get us back on track. I didn't like that you said you had th- you were picking three bad quarterbacks and then you talked about Mac Jones. That wasn't very nice at all. playoffs are near and you know what that means Alex yep flipping bats will be staying up late and having all the fun from breaking down the most important stories and games nobody's done what he's doing nobody not even Babe Ruth to interviewing baseball's biggest stars I felt like I was pitching more stress I was trying to be so perfect no one covers America's pastime like us so as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox please make sure to listen follow and subscribe to flipping bats with Ben Verlander and me Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon.